Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Starter Review. I am your co-host, Undersea. Right over here is my co-host, the happy princess herself. It's Melball. How you doing, Melball? I'm doing great, Andre. It has been a suspiciously good beginning to my week. It's a Tuesday. I don't like Tuesdays. Tuesdays and I don't typically get along. Usually it's Mondays that everyone likes, but Monday and I, we're tight. We're good. Tuesdays usually sus. Today was a surprisingly good day. I had a great back day. I beat the new year, new me people to the gym this morning. So I had barely anybody in the gym so I could play with the big boy toys. It was fun. Everything hurts. I'm pretty sure it's going to hurt more tomorrow, which would be even better. (laughs) How are you doing, Andre? It hurts to sit. I did uh, my work at yesterday, core and glutes. Like, Mm. uh, like glute bridges man and i'm doing 20 per set like like i i I do i do dead bugs which is glutes and core and then go right into like 10 of those and go right into 20 glute bridges and then i get a 30 second break is he punishing you for booing him on the weekend or something i cheered for him (laughs) maybe he's punishing you for cheering because last week it was only 10 glute bridges and now it's 20. That's <laughs> what you get. Built that oh, booty. That's what I get for not being able to go work out this past Friday, I guess. Because <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had that to work, so I had to, I had to change my schedules change. And now I'm not even gonna have a job after tomorrow. So <sighs> more time for wrestling. Wrestling. Yay! No money. But but we still got wrestling. We still got wrestling. But life will life will move on. I might have to cancel my new Japan and just start using your login. You never know. It might happen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, but I'm good. Well, I have I have I have some irons and some fires, so I'm I'm gonna do okay. I'm pretty sure here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but we're not here to talk about me and you. We're here to talk about some wrestling. Before we do that, I want to thank each and every one of you. We really do appreciate all of you guys uh, that tune into Andre and Mabel Wrestling Talk or on Sunday night's main event or on Backbreaker Video. And if you're watching on Sunday's main event or, or on Andre and Mabel Wrestling Talk or Backbreaker Video, please uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel, comment down below. Um, please share it out to all your friends, family, coworkers, uh, enemies, uh, strangers, whoever you want to just anybody you want to share it out to and uh also don't forget to hit that notification bell so you can learn it every time we drop a new video Ding dong. and if you're listening on sunday's main event or you want to be listening by audio form go to sunday's main event.com uh or snme radio search them up on any podcast catcher uh you can subscribe to them there lots of great content coming out over there the patreon is going to be rebuilding this month getting lots of new stuff cut for patreon patrons coming out soon uh so check that out um yeah so give them give us a listen over there we really appreciate it so we're gonna get into it uh we're gonna talk about some news first um lots mm-hmm. of news uh, i figure mm-hmm. we're not usually the news program we're just we're more talking about events as they happen but rossi ogawa is in the news there's mm-hmm. no getting around Rossi Ocala right now. The man started stardom with Nani Takahashi and somebody else who can't name. I can't remember at this point. Um, but yeah, I think we really have to talk about this. Uh, stardom has terminated their contract with Rossi Ocala, who in 2019 sold stardom 
to Bushi Road, who who created Bushi Fight to run New Japan and uh, Stardom. Uh, they Bushi Fight has terminated his contract, um, and they are saying that he was trying to poach staff and talent for a promotion. He did say back in uh, in the fall, he did tell them he was leaving in the spring to go start a new promotion. They said fine, and I guess from things that I've read, things that I've listened to from other reporters. He's has been warned before about talking to to talent about this company and they're considering it poaching because um, he's selling them on this company. So that's, it was the initial story that came out him getting released. So we were recording our chop talk when this news came out and Boris tagged me in it. I, as soon as we went off, close the video i told you and we were like what both of us were like scrambling look at everything on our phone what was your initial feeling to rossio gallup getting fired whenever you hear that a contract is terminated that you always have that fear the initial fear of like what did you do because nowadays uh, like it's 2024 god it could really be anything it's literally like some of the things that come out in wrestling that I'm not even surprised about and they're pretty outlandish mm-hmm. I was pretty freaked out worried what this might mean for the company for any wrestlers that are involved in this if there were going to be more firings because um, he Ogawa seems pretty beloved by the mm-hmm. staff at stardom I mean he we've seen a number of those summer shows where he's even been drug along into the show. We've seen the poor man stuffed in a bouncy castle, for goodness sake. Um, yeah, but the, again, my first reaction was fear, not knowing what was kind of going on. There wasn't a whole lot of details. I honestly try not to form an opinion until more stuff coming like comes out and I can feel like I'm making a better educated thing since we knew about it i'm now feeling even more conflicted um about the details that are coming out because it's like they're not terrible no and and i got i got a shit on tony khan uh right now because the douchebag goes on twitter and posts just with a larry date put a larry david meme up and then posts by rossi just like a douchebag Yes, I understand. You and Rossi Okawa did not has not have not gotten along since 2019 when you started your promotion. But don't be a dick. Go be a dick to Vince McMahon who who deserves to be shamed for what he did. Rossi, and because and there's a lot more to this story, because mm-hmm. and like the president of Bushi Fight, uh, the team from Bushi Road that runs New Japan and Stardom, mm-hmm. is. Taro Okada. He's only been president for a little while now. And Rossi had issues with the old president who was taking a lot of it, like decision-making power away from Ogawa. And then they, they were removed. Okada was put in. Taro Okada was put in. And he's doing the same thing. So that's like why Rossi wanted to leave. Because he was losing a lot of his... Because he was initially given the booking power when it was bought out. When Sardom was bought. Mm-hmm. So... So this guy is, and this is whole, he was saying around December, 
They heard information that he was poaching. They told him not to. And then they obviously did again. But Rossi has said he wasn't trying to poach. He was telling people about his new promotion. He wasn't saying, come work for me. He wasn't saying any of that. He was just telling people what his plans, like at least from what I understand from what Rossi is saying. But then he, but then Okada saying, we are aware that many of the wrestlers who have been poached are title holders and other popular wrestlers. If those wrestlers leave, worst case scenario, there's a possibility we would have to close the company. I think this is a man just over-embellishing. And then another quote from him, I've, I have had several wrestlers express their intention to leave the company or thinking about leaving. He's saying champions and very popular people. And then it's come out that Jew and Rossi has come out and flat out said, I'm starting a new company. He has, he has stated it already. And mm -hmm. then Julia has come out and said, she's not, she is going to defer going to WWE to help Rossi start a new company. So this is a giant minefield of what, of, of implosion and stardom. Cause if, cause if, I was listening to Karen Peterson from Post uh, talking on her Twitch channel last night, and she she understands Japanese culture because she's lived she lived there for a bunch of years, and she's talking that their fiscal year ends in in March, and that's usually when a lot of the stardom contracts come up. So there's a possibility that like some of these big people could be gone come March, along with Julia to go work with Rossi, mm -hmm. so, like. It's insanity. Like the one name I will, there's two names I feel other than Julia that would go with him in a heartbeat, and that's Azumi and Mayu Iwatani. Remember, Azumi started with this company when she was like 10 or 11. So she's grown up with Rossi around her. She probably has a lot of like connection to that man. Mayu Iwatani was brought in at the beginning of this company in 2011 by Nani and Rossi. Like he, she's been there since the beginning. So there's probably. A connection there, and like this stardom could be a very different place in in the next few months. That scares I mean, me. It could not be a thing in the next couple of months. I mean, this was this is what happens when greedy old men that smell like dementia try to take too much of control from a good thing. And look what the WWE did to itself. And Vince tried to take her down on his way out. And he's still taking her down on his way out. It's disgusting. Yeah. However, um, maybe we should save any more details for our more in-depth discussion yeah. about this tomorrow on OLE with our Japanese wrestling update where we're going to delve into this when Melball's gotten a bit more knowledge <laughs> on yeah. what's going on. Yeah, so we're going to, if again, if you're tuning in SNME or on our YouTube page, uh, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern, we'll be live on the Our Local Establishment Twitch page uh, talking Japanese wrestling update. And that Japanese wrestling update will be will be on the uh, OLE YouTube page to watch later on after we finish that live stream. But, yeah, we're, that's going to be probably one of our longest shows because we have lots to talk about with Rossi, and then there's plenty of – New Japan, and there's one Noah story I want to talk about too. So, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll... our shows are usually an hour to an hour and a half long. So, my guy, yeah, let's not kill a girl tomorrow. Just, 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 just maim, you know, just maim. 
Rude. Rude. I joke. I joke. Come on. So, um, so we are go- we're here to talk. Uh, the we're gonna go over a little some stuff from the twenty, uh, the January twenty seventh and twenty eighth shows before we get into February fourth, because they were lead into this February fourth show. We don't have mm-hmm. access to the February third show that did happen the day before this one because we got the paper. I got the pay per view copy of this, so um, we can't really see the February third show for a couple more days. So we're gonna exactly. we're gonna omit that one. Um, so yeah, it, it just uh, came out this morning, but we didn't yeah. have enough time to watch it before this. There it is. So yeah, um, yeah, it was some really fun matches. Um, on the on the twenty seventh show, but for me, the big stuff coming out was Stars versus God's Eye in the eight man ta- eight woman tag match. I think that was a big one for me personally because like like just looking at it, like and Stars beating God's Eye was the bigger the bigger thing there. I, mm-hmm. I think just. You're really ramping up. I think it's Mayu Itani ramping up, go coming into into February. We'll just say <laughs> we'll talk about that in a few minutes here uh, where this comes from. Um, and then the the main event: um, Hanako, Micah, Mina Shirakawa, and Wakasukiyama uh, teaming mm-hmm. up to face off against Queen's Quest: Azumi, Lady C, Saikamitani, and Utami Hayashishita. Mm-hmm. So Hanako, Micah, Mina Shirakawa, and Waka won their match. But the which every time Walker's in there, I'm worried they're gonna lose. So I'm sorry, I love Walker. Don't get me wrong. It's just she seems Same. to lose. She's always taking pinfalls. Um I mean, maybe this is what we can blame Bushi Road on. Maybe that's what they're doing. They're the ones that's, what's the what's the right word? I guess cock blocking. Or talking talking her. Making her yeah. taco, yeah. You're gonna attack on yeah. Shinoku, making her take all pinfalls, yeah. And so after the match, you had there was a lot of back and forth between Saya and and in um, Micah throughout, and then you have the face off after the match with um, Saya Kamatani and Micah, who are leading up into their match at uh, at, at February fourth, which we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it again in. Then we got the post-match promo, which did reveal the new name for Mina and Micah's new crew. And it is now known as Empress Nexus Venus. I keep saying Vina whenever every time I've said it before, but I finally got it right. I said Venus. Empress Nexus Venus. So you it's just a cross between the two. Yeah. Um yeah, that. That's their hand yeah. symbol. EV. Again, it and it's and it's when brought down to abbreviations, it's not ENV, it's EXV is was what mm-hmm. they're going with. I, I'm I'm okay with it. I have no because Nexus, you think you think of the end, but you also think the X in Nexus, right? So mm-hmm. it sounds more predominant for sure. Yeah, so they they named it Empress Nexus Venus, and I I really, I'm actually really liking that name. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good combination for them, and it kind of like represents every kind of member in that one. Because so you got Waka, who is originally part of Club Venus. You have um, Hanako, who wants to follow Micah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think and then that's Zena, actually who was Venus. And Zena also a man, yeah, a member of Venus. The Nexus comes from, but I like it. It makes it yeah. sound cool. 
Well, it's the Empress, uh, in like the nexus that brings the Empress and the Venus together. That's what it is. Maybe it's because I don't really know what the definition of nexus is. It's just I've only ever known nexus as a group uh, led by Wade Barrett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they had a pretty good intro song too. Not gonna lie. That uh, the Twelve Stones. I want to say was the name of that song. We're it's, on my, off it's, on, it's on my phone somewhere. But yeah, um, <laughs> I'm really excited to 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 finally have a name for this faction. Yes, same, same. Because they were just kind of like listing lazily around in existence there. So it's it's nice to see them have something more solid. Me too. So I'm uh, gonna chat about the 28th here. Um, mm. I know you have a couple issues with some. Uh, Younger ladies in this promotion. And I understand one of them for sure. <laughs> you make it sound so bad. Make it sound so bad. Yeah. Hey. Um, just briefly on the first match, Waka Skiyama versus Saki Kashima. Mm. So now we know who to blame. Bushi Road. Stop Waka. making Waka take these pointless freaking falls. We are solidly behind Waka. We want Waka. Hashtag we want Waka. Let her win some shit. It's Kashima Saki. She could have won that. There's mm -hmm. no reason she couldn't have won that. Yep. Um, the match that I did have some problems with was the second match, which was a triple threat between Ami Sore, Mai Sakurai, and um, Sayaka Kurara. Um, Kurara. Kurara. I love that name, um, though. I love that Kurara. Kurara. I like Sayaka Kurara. I think, aesthetically speaking, she has a very good look. Her mermaid kind of inspired gear is very, very sweet and it fits in very well with the stardom aesthetic, especially when you have someone who's very darkly kind of dressed like my sakurai and then someone who's very green and metallic like amisore it was a nice looking bunch my thing with kurara is i was trying to figure out why she hadn't figured a faction yet and this match for me kind of showed me why she's a very good in-ring talent much how i said with hanako she performs the moves very very well her issue right now is speed and her speed is a little rough because like totally relatable. She gets gassed very quickly and you can see that she struggles with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. So when she gets to that point where you're just and you're sucking wind and you're trying to do a high speed styled match, you're going to struggle a little bit. And she struggled in this match, but thank goodness that she was in a match with two very experienced workers in my Sakurai and Amisore. They were both kind of leading her through it. And I honestly don't know that she wouldn't have gotten to the end of it if she didn't have such experienced workers helping her. They kind of picked up, I don't want to say the slack, but like they kind of helped her pick up the speed a little bit and then adjusted as they needed to, to make sure that everything stayed cohesive. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, she, she did work very, very hard in this match, Kurara. But um, I, I do want to see her improve her timing a little bit. There was a really fun spot where um, my 
actually put Ami in the paradise lock and then started chasing Kurara around a tied up Ami. It was really adorable, actually, <laughs> but uh, also probably why Kurara was so tired. Yeah, I was looking at pictures on the site, and I, one of them is the Paradise Lock, and she's chasing her, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they did several laps around her and then went over her. Like, they stepped over Ami, like, on her mm -hmm. back over, and then did the drop kick release. But, um, yeah, it, this one was, it was, it was rough. But it ended up looking really, really good. It was one of those kind of organic matches, I think, that is just everything kind of happened and it ended up happening okay and pretty good. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Kurara does need to, to work on her timing a little bit and maybe the treadmill a little bit more. Yeah. So can we talk? I want to talk quickly about the next match, which. Mm -hmm. um, it was it was uh, Cosmic Angels, Seriano, and Yuna Mizumori taking on Wado Ties, Raka, and Starlight Kid. Um, the match was really good. The match was good. It's a good match. What I want to talk about is the post match mm -hmm. with Starlight Kid because Anu standing over, kind of douchey like as she does. I uh, says, "Kid, you said you'd destroy history and the belt. Uh, I won't let you do that. I'll protect it. I'll protect you. So don't worry." Kind of arrogant mm. and as Anno goes to leave Starlight Kid drop kicks her from behind and hits her with the belt uh she seems like chokes her like she puts it around her neck with like a camel clutch style and like yeah. with the belt and she's and Miz Moore makes a save uh kid says I don't need those words and left the ring so like this is a heated match going into February 4th for these mm -hmm. two especially men very much so, very much so. Tensions very high between Anu and Starlight Kid before their match. Um, yeah, I actually really like that because it kind of like puts Starlight Kid in this situation where you know she's the heel. Why is she being out healed by a non-heel? Mm -hmm. Very um, true. Yeah, so it, I think it really forced her to step up um a little bit more given what happened on the February 4th show. Mm. Um yeah. I actually really like it. It creates a story, creates more of a story for us to get engaged in and helps us draw, helps draw us into the match a little bit better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know you want to talk about the next match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I liked this match. Here's the problem. I really enjoyed this match. Um, Utami and Lady C a lot of effort into their entrance for this match. They were very in sync. And like when they're both perched in the, the corner, they do the, the point at the crowd and wave at the crowd perfectly in sync. Lady C has been the most perfect addition to Queen's Quest. I, I think I've seen in a little while. Um, Lady C also did an amazing 10 second spin followed by a running boot in the corner to Yuzuki. It was really, really good. Um, there was a point where Yuzuki um, squared up against Utami, and it was hilariously adorable because she just got her socks rocked off into next week, and it was great. Um, Hazuki, though, the end of this match came Hazuki pinning Lady C. And I have problems with this because, again, this seems to be a thing that we've been saying a lot with Stardom and New Japan. 
the ride is great, but the result sucks. Hmm. And for me, I look at this and I go, Hazuki is a tremendous talent. I think a wonder of stardom level talent. Um, Yuzuki, very new. She's the, the new guy. She should be the waka of stars right now. Why is someone like her getting written down in the book? Because it was Hazuki who pinned Lady C. But why is she getting wins in the book over someone like Utami Hayashishida at this stage of her career? Maybe in six or seven months, it would make sense to me because she's been in the business a little bit longer. She's had more experience. She's had some more matches under her belt. Uh, who is this girl mm -hmm. that she's being favored so much that something like this is being able to happen? Because no offense to her, she should have been taking the pin in this of the two you know, low people on totem pole being Lady C and Yuzuki. I feel Lady C has done enough. She's fallen enough in the last year. She's been that fall girl for Queen's Quest over Hina, even, mm -hmm. which I find odd. Mm -hmm. um, especially given the talent that that she she really does have. So like this, this was a frustrating one for me to to kind of see the result of. Andre, what do you think about Yuzuki? Like I understand it from a booking perspective, as Suzuki's going into February fourth against uh, May May uh, May May for the for the high speed title. So I understand her winning, but in reality, like if this would have been if Koguma wasn't hurt, Koguma would have been Hazuki's partner in this. Like Yuzuki that is made more sense, yeah. But my my whole point of her being here is Yuzuki is a stand-in at for Koguma because the rest of stars are already on bigger matches on the night. That's the problem. Yeah, but that is the problem I, I still Suzuki agree. She is not Koguma level. No, but I'm saying, like, no, I'm not saying she is, but she's a stand in for it because she's a member of Stars. Mm. That, but that's still an issue of maybe this should have been just a straight up singles match between Hazuki and Lady C. Um, mm -hmm. I understand you would have had to fit Utami Aishishida into another part of the card. But yeah, having it's a Yuzuki. Yeah, having a Yuzuki get a having a tag team win over a, a the current goddess of stardom oh, champion, just the tag champions. It, it is perplexing to have somebody have mm -hmm. that win so early. I do agree mm -hmm. with you on that. I understand it from stardom's book or from stardom's booking area, but I still also look at it going. It doesn't make sense. Even from a booking no. perspective, they should have switched something out or changed changed something around. Because, like, to me, it did not make sense. Because, really, if did you look not at the make main sense. Event, like, I understand the main event, you needed a fall person. And you know what you could have done? I, like, I know it would separate Ida and Hanan, but Hanan instead of Hazuki. Switch yeah. those two around. That would have been easier. That would make sense. Yeah, because oh. then, yeah, sorry, um, Yuzuki and Hana. But then Yuzuki's getting a win over Momo, Natora, and Rina. That's the other problem that we, you yeah, fall but she into. had that future of stardom thing going on. Yeah, again, there, there's a lot of there. You look at any of it and you're like, but even I even look at like 
Yeah, I, I, it's just hard to look. It's it's I, I I get it from a booking perspective, but I also look at it from a she's still like six, eight months in perspective of like she shouldn't be getting any wins over new Tommy Ayashida. Mm-hmm. Especially when she's a champion. Involved. I totally forgot she was the goddess of stardom champion. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was one that just that was a fail. Yeah. But the next match was pretty good. Where are we going to next? Uh, well, we don't have to talk too much about the next one. The next one was that triple threat Mayu Iwatani, Saida, and Hanon versus Nasukatora, Rina, and Momo Watanabe. Uh, I didn't feel there was anything kind of. And it, was a, it, was, it was a bit of a short match, too. It was only yeah, like was just short. under eight minutes. So then the last one was like 10. So yeah, I, I get it, it. It was fine. It was there. It was a good match, but nothing really. Ida won. Yeah. The. Ida getting a win is always great for me personally. So, but again, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't a big statement win. You know what I mean? Like it was just that it was <laughs> stars beating Oedo Tai. But it's the mm-hmm. next match that I think we got to, we really got to talk about on the show. Yes, because that was the one I actually had the most notes on. Go ahead. Okay. Well, this was a, what is this? How many girls are there? It's a six woman. Tag team match, Suzu Suzuki, May Sarah, and Julia taking on God's Eye, um, Suri, Mirai, and Rana Yagami. Um, did you have any details on this one, or am I just I, I, I don't through? have anything written down? I didn't have I actually don't have any notes for these cards. I've only no perused these cards, I'll admit. <laughs> I'll go through this quickly then. Um, one of my notes was Dark Hair Suzuki is savage. And I love it. Um, since Suzuki has gone to that jet black hair again, I've noticed that her attitude has come with it, and I'm kind of living for it. Um, Rana Yagami, her forearms are ridiculous. They're just so solid. There was one point where she was just raining down forearms on Julia, all people, and she was stiffing her really, really good. Um, her in-ring work is already really, really, really great. Her The range mm. of facial expressions that she has is just so good. But then the karate background makes her so efficient and very precise on all of her movements and all of her strikes. Um, this, this girl's going to have a tremendous future in professional wrestling if she sticks with it because she's just already so, so good. Um, sorry. Coming in against Suzu. Didn't realize that was a fight I wanted to see. Holy heckin' crap. Uh, yeah. She kicked the crap out of Suzu, and Suzu took some receipts and fed them right back. Suzu doesn't always do those kicks, but man, when she did them against Suri, nah. Um, there was like, I called it a double arm breaker from Mirai and Suri. Because didn't know what else it was. Hmm. Yeah, I don't um, remember. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe that. Um, May May and Mirai was fantastic because May was having to jump into her strikes to, to really do any damage to Mirai. And I love that because it, it shows that power difference, but the size difference as well. But it shows that unique intelligence that May May has. In that ring, she's not afraid to go against these, you know, big powerhouse girls. I mean, she even faced off against Megasis, one of her besties, mm-hmm. without a problem. So this girl's um, 
she's she's a little spitfire this one um there was a she jumped over the ropes at one point Mei while facing mirai she jumps over the ropes um kicked mirai while she was kind of staggered through the the top and middle rope and then springboarded back in to do um, a really nice drop kick on mirai it was really really great um mirai trying for that ss columbia but may actually grabbed the ropes to try to prevent it and sorry coming in and kicking the hands of may may so that mirai could complete the move again that heel stuff starting to come out of god's eye a little bit i always go back is it a kashi masaki influence coming over from a later time I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, in the end, uh, May actually pinned Rana at the end of this one. I was a little disappointed with that, but Rock had a tremendous showing in this match, particularly against Julia and against um, Suzu at one point. Um, Andre, do you have anything to say on this one? No, again, I'm I'm really liking Rana. I think she she's really she, she since she showed up, I've really been impressed with her and I, mm-hmm. I was like she needs to go to gaza she needs to go to gaza that's what i say from the beginning and she went to the right faction i know a way to i could do some great stuff for her but i think she needs time in god's eye before she decides to go anywhere else well, of course get all that knowledge that you can then stab them in the back and run away yeah so I quickly <laughs> want to talk about the post-match from the main event um mm-hmm. i think that's um because tommy gets on the mic or do you have anything from the main event that you want to talk about um, I only had three notes on it. The first being Mina's interpretive dance that she did for Micah's entrance was tremendous. It, it, it it's 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 very interesting how Mina and Micah are playing off each other. I'm actually interested to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Like it's such an interesting difference in dynamic. But like seeing her come out and whipping her hair around, just headbang into Micah's music was just, it was cute. Um, Micah, the, the that over the head toss that she yeah. just, oh, so good, yep. so good. Um, who did she do that to? I feel that was Miu, maybe. It it's must have been Miu. I was gonna say it's me or Azumi. That's one of the two. I don't think it was Azumi. I think it was Miu. I didn't write down who it was, but it was pretty pretty early in the match. I think Azumi got in somewhere towards the middle or end of the match. So I think it was Miu. Um, the last thing I had written down was Hanako muscling up a very wiggly Kamitani for a suplex was really impressive. Really speaks to the power and control that Hanako has. And I've said it before, she is extremely perfectionistic in how she does her moves which is why i think she's so like when she does them they're usually very slow and controlled in this situation it worked so good because kapitani could have probably hurt herself or hanako if she wiggled too hard and hanako couldn't hang on to her mm. um but yeah that was all they had especially for somebody who's only about a year in to have that kind of control to somebody mm-hmm. who like i understand she's probably helping she jumps for it but like she remember she's wiggling so that's not a normal just straight lift so you got there's mm-hmm. a lot of extra strength she's got to be doing in that lift mm-hmm. yeah 100 yeah. but post match uh, uh kamatani gets the 
says Micah, the Empress era and the new unit will end in one week. I will wrap this red belt around you and take away everything. Micah says, Kamatani, you will take away everything. You can't take anything from me. February 4th, the Osaka show, I will take away your right hand. The era of the Empress will never end. And then they end like, they kind of like, they fight back and forth with the it, it belt in between them. And then Micah leaves. Uh, Kamatani says, the Phoenix shine that I took today, which is, I think, the, sum, the submission, like the, the arm leg trap submission that she tapped Hanako out with. Then the mm-hmm. Phoenix strike, and my, and my biggest fin- finish, the Phoenix splash. With three with three major Phoenixes, I will definitely wear a red belt. Phoenix legend, keep your eyes on me. No matter what anyone says, I am stardom. Again, great promo at the end for Psycom mm-hmm. to sell you into the February 4th show. Yes. 100%. She is so good. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh, so like good. entertainer on top of a tremendous wrestler. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we're going to get into the February 4th show, which I do have graphics for. Let's I'm going to make us a little bigger. There we go. There we go. There we go. So pretty. So pretty. Again, the, I love when they do the black and white uh, with the accents of color, yeah. Oh, oh so good. <laughs> so good. I like the little hints of red on, on Micah's outfit and her the belt. Mm-hmm. And you can also yeah. see that little bit of teal on Hazuki at the bottom there. Very cool. Oh, very much so. Uh, so uh, the f- we didn't get to watch them because they were pre-show matches that will be airing on Stardom World. Um, we had a, we have Ruaka versus My Sakurai versus Hanako versus Rana Yamagi. Oh. The results. Um, and sorry, I seem to put, change it. Um, and My Sakurai did get to win. Oh wow! It's yeah. nice to see them building her up a little bit since the the. Was it is it dissolution of Donna Del Mondo? Yeah, very much so. I like, I like seeing I like my. That. I'm liking this the rise of my, and still question where does she go? It, it, does she go anywhere? Does she need to go anywhere? Could she just find some commoners, or does to she be on a team with her and start her own, start her own cult? Maybe Suzu and May May. You never know. Um, you call it crazy court. There we go. And then the, the other match was God's Eyes, Ami Saray, and Sakakashima taking on stars Hanan and Saida. And Hanan and Saida get the win here. Yeah. You didn't expect that. Interesting. No. <laughs> and I'm going to put Hanan got the pin on Sakakashima. Or got the yeah, or got her seventeen roll up on Saki Kashima. Yay! Cool. I love start the Stardom web wwr stardomcom It helps so much. <laughs> With some <laughs> especially when we didn't get the uh, pre-show on the pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so wow. we get in. We get into the. So that was these two matches. I should have used the graphics while I was talking about them, but it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, because I'm insane. So, opening opening match of the pay per view, future starting title match, Arena versus Yusuke. This was really good. Like, I know yeah. you were, you were, again, 
This is where these are. This is the people Yuzuki needs to be in the ring with. If she had maybe wow. gotten a, 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 a roll up win on on Rena prior to the February 4th show, sure, I'm down with that. Um, because hmm. it, it shows she, she's getting ready to challenge, and maybe oh, maybe she can beat Rena, but I. Mm-hmm. But she has momentum beating a champion here, so coming in, beating the goddess champion. Um, Rena just kind of in control early on, get with the Fujiwara armbar, um, and choking and uh, choke, uh, Rena choking Yuzuki on the ropes and everything. Um, get the beautiful head scissors and the drop kick in, in the ropes. Uh, great job by uh, Yuzuki. Good, like Rena, uh, showing off her judo. With her judo tosses, judo sweeps, uh, but then Yuzuki getting her own in this mm-hmm. match too, which was very impressive to me. Judo tosses for everybody. Yeah, you get a judo toss, you get a judo toss, everyone gets a judo toss. Just please about, not me. Yeah, and they're talking about moves for everybody. There's these rolling crucifix driver by Yuzuki where she like hooks her up and then flip kind of flips over and then flips them into the crucifix driver for two. Mm-hmm. And then they get up and then Rena gets her own and flips her into a crucifix driver. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, is this becoming a new move for these girls? I really liked it. Um, these crucifix drivers, they both look great. Uh, Rena mm-hmm. goes to the top, hits a double knee drop, but only gets it. But like Yuzuki kicks at that last possible millisecond. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Over off the double knee drop. Mm-hmm. Same, in, same. I was surprised she kicked out. Yeah. In the end, Rena hits the pink devil, which is the gory special, and she gets the win. After the match, Rena puts out her hand to Yuzuki, but Yuzuki waved it off. Of, of everything, Yuzuki waved off a handshake offer from Rena. Does that seem backwards to you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you're the face. You are literally on the faciest face faction of this company. Your job is to be the good girl. Her job is to be the little devil. I asked the question again, who is this Yuzuki that they're booking her so oddly? It just, it's weird. Just feels funky. I'll say this though, her gear doesn't move. All those little strappy straps, they don't go anywhere. I don't know what they're using out there, but I need some. It's incredible. Um, Rina's intro jacket, too. I really like it with all the little bat wings all over it and the little floofy floofs. Did you see the giant bow on the back of it? That big fluffy thing that's on her butt? It's just like a giant fluffy bow. So cute. I really like I, I'll, I'll admit I skip most of the of that of the entrance stuff, unless it's Mina Shirakawa or Julia. I skip the entrances. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't have a lot to add to this. I, I share in your sentiment. This was a great match to open up the show with after the pre-shows. Um, great future of stardom showcase essentially for these two ladies i don't suspect this is the last time we'll see these two fighting for this title but i do hope to see uh, another combination of these two at some point yeah again i really enjoyed it as an opener i think both Mm -hmm. women 
And like this is where Yuzuki should like this is her level, and that's who she'd be facing unless she's taking mm-hmm. pins from piece people like Utami Ashishida. Like unless she's mm-hmm. taking the pin of those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like to just just quickly circle back to that point. Yeah, if there's these popular people are talking about leaving, it could be because of ish like that, you know. Goddess of stardom champions should not be losing to the new guys. Weird, weird booking decision. That's all I can say. Can't even say it's weird booking decision. Just blatant dumb dummy. Rossi's not. Rossi doesn't have control anymore. That's and he hasn't had control for a few months. That's or for a long while actually now. So that's say, the last year has been very questionably sus for this and company. And that's Bushi fight changing things on Rossi this past year. So, again, I've wow. enjoyed it, but there's been some weird things this year. The well, Mina yeah, title like, stuff, I don't, I don't see Rossi making that decision, personally, yeah. but I could be wrong. But We have, in the last year, versus when we had actually started this, like beforehand, um, like the last calendar year, 2023, we have said that phrase... The ride was awesome, but the results sucked predominantly with stardom and predominantly in that last year. So, like, now it's starting to make me go, you know, how much of this is Rossi's fault and how much of this is Bushi Road's fault? And then who the hell in Bushi Road is looking at this ish and going, this is acceptable? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm not super excited about what's coming next because uh Taro Okada the president and their merchandise manager are now in charge of booking for stardom I hope they have input from other people because bring in I Tana. have several questions one of which is what qualifies these people to do that if you are just a fan I'm sorry, I will be the one to tell you. As a fan, I should not be booking Ish. As a fan, this guy should not be booking Ish. Who, what, I, I, why are you laughing? I can give you took Tara Okada's qualifications, and I got this from the Wrestling Observer um, uh, post. Uh, it's under their, their... I'm scared. <laughs> when he was in, I think it was high school or college, he booked, like, Essentially, backyard wrestling, or some, or some, or something of that, like low end wrestling. He's he a booked, backyard again. No, he like booked the stuff he and put, put the shows again. on. That's the same shit, man, bro. That's it's not, not acceptable here. It's not acceptable there. Rude. Oh, now I'm mad. Not, we need to move on. It's not super clear about what it is, but it's still what like... What about the, the other guy? The the other guy who makes shirts? Is that his qualification to book a fucking wrestling show? He makes shirts? I guess so. <laughs> uh, oh, dude. What like, is just... happening in wrestling? What, well, who finds these promoters, these people in charge who go... Oh, you're my buddy. Oh, you can okay. book a Sorry. show. What the I hell? Got the, I got the exact spot. Uh, the, the two don't have any background as bookers, although Okada was part of a pro wrestling club while in college that staged matches. 
That's the future of fucking stardom. That's why I'm, I'm very worried about this company. <laughs> That's why I feel like this show will be Rossi Ogawa Promotions review in a few months. <laughs> yeah. I, what the fizzity yuck is this you got? Come on. That's... Yeah. If this company starts to stoop into some dementia level-ish, we're, we're abandoning it. I can't... I can't handle a Vince 2.0. I can't. We need to move on. Yeah, we need. We do. So let's move on. Tag team match. It's Queen's Quest, Lady C, and Miyu Amasaki oh. taking on Oedo Taiz, XL, Momo Watanabe, and Natsukatora. Lady C and Miyu Amasaki attacking before the bell, which is like, okay, this is different. But Tora just ain't having but Nor- Tora just like absorbs everything from Miu and just like drops her down. And they double team Miu after yeah. Momo took care of Lady C on the floor. And Tora hits this vicious looking sent on for two. Um, she's just bullying her Miu around. Uh, Miu's trying to fight back, but she gets dropped again and gets a double team. But she ends up getting a tornado DDT to Momo off of off of Natsuka Tora, which was really good. Yes. Um, so you get an abdominal for that kick. Yeah. So you get an abdominal stretch into a Russian leg sweep for two onto Momo. Miu with the pendulum DDT to Momo and Lady C hits the choke slam for two. Crossface chicken wing by Momo, but Miu break and to Lady C, but Miu breaks it up. (coughs) I apologize for I apologize for cuffing into the mic. My throat's been really dry all day. I've been ch- chugging water, but I haven't been able to get it. Uh, away the tie, then double team, and Momo hits the running meteor for two, then hits the dude buster for the win. Mm-hmm. Quick little match, but fun little match. Yeah, it felt a little short for me. Um, I would have liked it to be a little bit longer. I enjoyed this match. Um, oh, yeah. I really, really enjoyed the combination of Tora and Momo. Um, I feel they're a very, very dominant tag team. Um, I'm very disappointed that, like, I f- again, we felt like last year they were always in the title picture in some way, shape, or form, especially Tora. Um, and and I felt that, like, like Mina Shirakawa wasn't being rewarded. I don't know how much of this is going back to this issue. Gotta stay on focus. Stay focused, Melville. Mm. Um, Lady C did amazing in this match. I mean, she's just been such a tremendous asset, as I mentioned, to Queen's Quest. Um, I'm disappointed that she keeps ending up the fall guy for them because she puts so much work into being so good. Mm-hmm. And like her socials are, she's active every day, every single day. Um, yeah, this was a very fun tag match, though. I'm excited to see where Tora and Momo go next, but I just kind of feel like they're just kind of milling about breaking things. I'd like to see them have a little bit more purpose. Yeah, I, I honestly like. I know they and they lost for the tag titles, but like they're such a good tag team. I could see them being the foil to to Utami and Kamitani down the road. Mm-hmm. I find it odd that there's like there's really no heel in in the title talk right now. It's true. After after Starlight Kid, after this match with Starlight Kid, like who else is there? But I also look at 
and I and I give and I, I have this feeling with stardom that I don't have with a lot of the companies. I don't need to see a heel versus face in, in stardom. I'm good. Clearly, I'm, when you have the faciest face being a heel. No, but I don't mind. I don't mind the faces versus the faces in the heels versus the heels in this company. I don't know why it is, but when I watch New Japan, I want face versus heel. I watch American, I want face versus heel. I think Unless it's because it's in match. stardom, every single person is a great wrestler. So you know that when they get in the ring with each other, it doesn't matter if they're heel or face. They're going to create a story for you to watch. I mean, look what Yuzuki did. She became a heel in mm-hmm. the match where she was the obvious face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's just those little things. So, but mm-hmm. I, I switched the graphic. We're going to talk about it. It is a tag team match. The Tam Nakano return match. It's mm-hmm. Cosmic Angels, Tam Nakano, and Yuna Mizumori versus Empress Nexus Venus, Mina Shirakawa, and Waka Skiyama. God damn it, Waka. Why'd you have. She wore the red gear. Come on. At least yeah. wear if you're gonna wear the waka titties, walk wear the new pink stuff. Like the, yeah. at least the coloring's better and matches to your faction better with the pink, or matches to Mina better with the pink than the red. Come on. Yeah. I think neither one of us are, are a fan of that gear. It's just it's a fuzziness for me. The fuzziness adds too much bulk. Yeah. Just in the styling of the strappy straps, I also don't like on this gear. And she's had two gears that have looked absolutely phenomenal. The one in the picture here, and there's another one that she looks so good in. And it's like, mm-hmm. but talking about gear look, let's talk about Tam Nakano for a second. God damn! Yeah. First, we already have, like if if she doesn't like, she's already got one in for for best gear of the year already. She already has one vote, like one in now. Like. She- <laughs> Yeah, she her gear actually very much reminded me a little bit of Azumi's, but with more tutu, like and mm. and different colors in her tutu. She usually just has pink, purple, and white. Now she had a few splashes of green in there. She had some metallics in there. I was sitting there kind of looking and laughing throughout the match because I'm like, she has a lot of tool on her butt. Like it was like a full on. She looked like a corgi. With that big fluffy butt, like it, hmm. there was so much tool on there. I'm like, it's like she's probably bumping on a pillow. She probably doesn't feel anything on her lower back, but her her shoulders are getting necked. Um, hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Natsupoi joined the commentary team on this match. Yeah. So, <coughs> excuse me again. Yeah. Um, Tam and Nina wrestling early on. Mina really working over the t- knee of Tam. Um, mm-hmm. Doing a good job. When she went for the figure four and Tam rolled her up, even after she kicked out, she kept Tam from getting the tag out. Um, really mm-hmm. working over that knee. Yuna ends up running in and hitting Mina. And this allows Tam to grab the cutter. Like hit a beautiful, like just this cutter out of nowhere. Look RKO-ish. Um, mm-hmm. And Yuna finally gets in, fought tough Mina and Waka. Um Really good point. Uh, Mina's in it with Tam at one point. They're trading forearm strikes and like just the flurries the center. Mina gets a rolling elbow, then follows it up with a top rope green killer. Uh, for two, for two, looked so good, man. Uh, Walker gets a uh, top rope drop kick and oblivion, uh, for two, and then a straight jacket slam for two on Tam. Um, 
she gets again uh walking gets that straight jacket hanging hold to, to tam but uh she gets double teamed off the top and tam gets a running knee to the face and they're like oh it's over but but the mina breaks up the pin like really good match man here um mm-hmm. it's a tiger roll the tiger that tiger suplex roll up by Waka for two, Yuna that takes out Mina. Tam hits a bridge in German for two, which I was I thought it was over right there. Uh, and then Mina hit what looked like a stunner, then an FU, and then she yeah. hits a then she hits the bridging tiger suplex onto Waka Skiyama and gets the win. We talked about this match before. We were both kind of hopeful that Yuna would take the pin here, but I think we were both had the realization to know that Tam was probably pinning Waka in this. It was her first match back. She wasn't going to take a loss here. And now that I know who to yell at, Bushi Road. Fracking fix it. I'm <laughs> sick of seeing Waka lose. I'm sick of it. She's just so good. She's worked so hard. I feel like at this point, it's just a freaking mockery. And it's insulting to see how she's not the Brooklyn brawler. She is not the resident jobber. Stop it. She's so good. And she has a very unique move set. And everybody freaking loves her. Stop making her lose these stupid things. And at this point, like, no offense, but like, hypothetically, Tam's been out for a while. She should have to kind of rebuild, in my opinion. Like, I know she she left relinquishing the world title, but it's been a hot minute. Other people have been doing things in your absence. Come back and reestablish, but don't have to come back in and be immediately winning. It doesn't look good. It's not a good look. Mm-hmm. Getting that rant out of the way. Um... I also felt that Waka was softening up that knee on Tam when she was in the ring with her for Mina, um, getting her ready for that figure four, which I think she thought was coming. Um, I really liked Waka's use of hip attacks in this one, much better and more interesting than anything Taguchi's ever done with his butt. Um, And she was doing all kinds of Waka stuff. I was gonna say wacky, but I I, I see what I did there. Waka stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't just striking her in the head with her butt. She was actually like dropping her butt on her knee. She was doing all kinds of different moves with her butt to really soften up that knee. And I thought it was actually really cool. Um, the strike exchange between Tam and Mina later in the match was pretty crazy. Um, Tam was actually smacking Mina so hard that Mina was losing hair extensions. Did you see that? There were several chunks of Mina's hair that went flying in that exchange. Um, yeah, the lean back choke that Waka did looked really, really good. And it's been a hot minute since we've seen that because usually Tam is actually the other one who does that, that I remember seeing that. And Natsupoi, both of which have been absent and, until pretty recently so was waka so it's nice to see that that move being brought back into uh into stardom i didn't like the pin wasn't happy with the pin neither no. me 
either. So, uh, Tam, to get the mic, everyone in the universe, I'm home. Tam Nakano's return to the ring alive. After all, I think at the top of this ring is the place for Tam to live. As much as I've been resting, I'm going to bounce back uh, from here at once. Shining brightly, Tam Road, Chapter 2. Also, I may worry you a lot, but I would be happy if you would continue to believe in me and follow me. Okay? Follow the sparkling Tam Road into space. Believe in Tam. The fact that it goes into space is pretty funny, but okay. I mean, it's cute. It's cute and unique. It works for her. I am happy yeah. to see her back. Um, again, I just wish it wasn't at the expense of Waka. Wow, I took a lot of notes for the eight woman tag. <laughs> a couple matches. We aren't crap. quite there yet. No, no, but I just, <laughs> I scrolled down too far and I went, wait, how many notes did I take? Jesus Christ! I literally watched <laughs> that match at five thirty this morning. So, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> we move on. High speed title match. It's May Sarah May May versus Azuki. Um, they start fast, dodging each other. Uh, has and May are matching each other's moves um, until May gets a headhunter, like a, gets the springboard headhunter for two, then gets the Rinnegan choke, but Hazuki does fight to the ropes. Um, May comes running at Hazuki, and she just like goes, huh, and tosses her over the top of the ropes, and she proceeds to hit her with not one, not two, but three suicide dives to the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Elemental. Man, she's, cra- she's crazier than Mayu. <laughs> oh man, they go yeah. high. They're going high speed. Hazuki kicks May off the top, uh, but she dodges an attack. It's a beautiful drop kick through the turnbuckles. Like she goes, like lifts her and goes yeah. through the top, oh, that's the top and the middle turnbuckle to to drop I kick was her off for her back there because she landed a little awkwardly on the actual like metal twisty twisty bit. Yeah, on the on the turnbuckle itself, yeah. And she mm-hmm. booted like she drop kicks Hazuki off the apron, then hits a head scissors off the apron to the floor. Uh yeah. springboard Henner her in the ring for two into the leg tied up cross face, but Hazuki fights her with ropes. Hazuki uh stops May May up top, hits a superplex, but May hits a drop kick, but Hazuki boots her in the face and puts her up up, hits an elevated MX like with May on the top rope. She comes up and just drives her down into the MX with the, the lung blower. Oh, so good. Then goes up and hits that just just brutal-looking top rope senton where she just comes crashing down on the person, just looking like she crushes them. Oh, mm-hmm. Gets a two-count out of that. Uh, May May gets the off the sh- or Sorry, Haas gets the off-the-shoulder spin-out slam and applies a cross-face and into the rings of Saturn, but May May gets to the rope. She even had like the leg pulled back in the rings of Saturn, too. Mm-hmm. So good. just struggle really, really hard to get out of that yeah, one. Yeah, that one took a while. So the end of the match comes. They trade roll-ups. Hazuki hits a brain buster, but as she's going over for the cover, ding, 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 15 minutes has expired. And yes, all high-speed title matches do have a 15-minute time limit. Um, mm-hmm. That's part of the division. If you can't win in that long, it's 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 the NJWW TV title. But man, I love high speed Hazuki, man. Her and Mimi mm. killed it. 
Yes, this was a great, great match. Um, there was that one point where like um Hazuki was just beating Mamie to the ground with those forearms, which is so mental. Um, that she goes that savage is so cool, and that she's the only one who really does. I think the only other one I've seen do that is Suri. Mm. Um, big dives from Hazuki on the outside has really took it to Mamie at the beginning there, really trying to to keep her from gaining that speed at the beginning because we know when Mamie starts to get that speed going, she becomes pretty unstoppable. Um, there was that springboard cutter. That Mamie hit has with that was just so good. Um, the speeds of the reversals were just so good. I knew Has was quick, but like to see, we know May is like super quick. Hazuki turned it up like to full blast and beyond with Mamie. She was really taking it to her for speed. She was mentioning her speed. It was crazy. Um, I was happy with this result because like. Would have been really sad if May Mail was, but I also wouldn't be disappointed if Hazuki no. won. I would have been fine either way. Like, yes, mm -hmm. it would have been sad for May to lose her title so early, but mm -hmm. it would have been great to see Hazuki with the high speed title. But May May continuing on it with, with having a 15 minute classic with Hazuki. Great, I'm down. Yes, yeah. and you know what that means just opens up that Jeff Cobb. Ability for her to have another opportunity. Mm -hmm. She didn't get beat. Mm -hmm. so she she gets just another. Hopefully, she gets another shot. Hundred percent. We're gonna move on. Eight woman tag match: Mayu Itani, Nani Takahashi, and Queen's Quest Azumi and Utami Hayashida taking on Julia Godzai, which is Mirai and Suri and Suzu Suzuki. So it's like the tag partners and the tag partners together on that team. It's Suzu and mm -hmm. Julia have been tagging a lot together lately. Takua. Mm -hmm. Comes out looking fly she as fuck. So good. Yeah. And she is she is on a wrestling hiatus right now. She's not wrestling, um, taking mm -hmm. time for her health and to get you know just mm -hmm. time for herself. But she comes out and she's walking by commentary, heading over to the booth, and she's just staring down Natsu Poi as she's doing mm -hmm. it. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Well, keep in mind their connection when they were in DDM together, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying it was such a good. And you could hear the discomfort in Natsupoi's voice about the situation also. I, I couldn't understand what she was saying, but you could tell that she sounded different. And Tekla gets on commentary and she says, the spider is here in English. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and like clear English. So I'm like, oh, this girl's going to do fine over here. Because she has mm -hmm. that ability to, to clearly speak English, which is Perfection. Oh yes, 100%. She's going to do amazing. Yeah. Um Team Mayu, uh they all gang up on Suzy Suzuki and they hit that quadruple piggyback splash whereas like oh, Azumi yeah. jumped up, but she almost like instead of landing on, like getting on the pile to fall over with it, she like slammed into the pile and fell backwards as they all fell onto Suzy. She was the boulder that hit Chef's everybody kiss. over. Chef's kiss. <laughs> It was, it was so, so good. It was. It was so just one of those imperfectly perfect moments. Yeah, I got so many notes. I'm just going to go through spots. Uh, There's a hammerlock cradle suplex by Julia to Mayu for two. Really good spot there. Nane, just a wrecking machine in this match. Like, just, mm -hmm. just bowling people over throughout. Um, 
Jordan Spaubert, Azumi, and Nani are dragging Julia by her braids. Um, yeah. And then Azumi and Julia pulling the braids of Julia and the uh, or Azumi and Utami pulling the braids of Julia in the corner. And then Nane's getting like chopping the hell out of her and splashes her. Yeah. Oh man, like just so brutal. The beautiful La Mystica face buster by Azumi, just crushing Mirai with that. Um, and then mm-hmm. Utami comes in with a sliding lariat right behind it. Um, Mira gets the drop kicks and hits SS Columbia with Michelle uh, to Itami. She gets the two count out of that. Um, Julia biting the hair of Mayu while she's in the ropes for Suzu Suzuki's drive by drop kick on the, from the outside. <laughs> she's, um, she's, been, the- she's been doing that the last couple shows with, uh, with Suzu, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it just it, it, yeah. I don't. I'm like, I would want to put somebody's. Rent. So I, I, I understand you know this girl, but don't put her hair in your mouth. It's gross. Uh, don't you put it in your mouth? Don't you put it in your mouth? Don't stuff of, it in your face. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. Double. There's a double tower of doom. Double four-person Tower of Doom. So four people on one side, four on the other, and then did Tower of Doom into the middle. Looked so good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That was like a little bit of chaos. I didn't know what was quite going on. I was like, there's just people flying everywhere. It's glorious. Yeah. So uh, there's a double one-wing angel by Suri and Julia to Mayu, and then Suzu comes in, hits the tequila shot for two. She then goes for the rolling. She goes. She gets her. German rolls through for the rolling chaos here, but if she goes for a second German, Utami comes in, grabs, she's doing this to Mayu. Utami comes in, grabs Suzu, and Suzu lets go of Mayu, and Utami Germans her. And then Uzami, uh, Azumi comes off the top of the stomp, and then Nani in with a sliding elbow, and then they drag Mayu on top of uh, Suzu to get a two count. It was great. Great <laughs> sequence. Uh, Mayu gets the dragon suplex, but the pin gets broken up. Utami tosses Azumi from the ring onto the team Julia on the floor. Nani and Utami do that. Mayu Utani launch drop kick into the corner, like Mm -hmm. sending Mayu flying into the corner. And then Mayu goes up top rope moonsault to Suzu Shizuki, and she gets the win. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! This was a good match, man. Twenty, yeah. I think it was twenty minutes and fifty seconds. Second longest match on the show. Flipping uh, good. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was great. I actually had to watch this match a second time because the first time I just watched and enjoy it. The second time I tried to take some notes, but I just kept enjoying it. Um, there was I was go- I was rewinding a bunch because I was. I was getting it, like sucked into things. I had to rewind mm-hmm. to, to get the, then write it down again. I was like, the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, lots of tension brewed in this one between Donna and Suri. Um, mm-hmm. Fighting by the end of the, uh, the match afterwards. It takes a lot to piss off Suri. I didn't see anything happen in the, specifically in the match it might have been off camera maybe that would have led to that piss offedness i did not see that um did you mention the the spot where Nani put julia in that leg lock 
and Sori no. came in and, and no, I, 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 I was, I was trying to jump through my notes to hit certain spots, but dude, that was great. I don't remember hearing that. She kept, yeah. she, she, she was TJPing her. She was, yeah. She had her in that leg lock kind of thing. Her own and partner. Not, not a. I think this move you you usually do a because a cap on he's here does that move right where they put the leg lock in and then reach over and pull on the chin. Muda lock. The Muda lock. Is that what that is? Okay, I didn't know what that was actually called. So she was she was doing the Muda lock essentially, but just standing. Suri comes in and kicks her. She falls over. Julia is still in the feet. She ended up falling over, getting back up, and taking another, I think, one or two kicks from Suri while it's still reefing on Julia's leg. And I'm laughing because I'm like, you're just causing more damage to your partner, you silly. Silly little girl. Um, yeah. I don't have a lot to add. You had the good spots. <laughs> it was a really, really great match. It really was. Uh, then uh, Mayu Itani gets the mic up. So before we get into this, uh, they did announce after the first match that Mayu Itani, because Mina Shirakawa challenged Mayu Itani on the 28th for the mm -hmm. IWGP title. And they announced right after, it was a, they played a video after the first match um, that on February 23rd at New Beginning, New Japan, New Beginning, we are getting Mayu Itani versus Mina Shirakawa for the IWGP Women's Championship. I want, I want, as soon as it was announced, I wanted Mina Shirakawa to win. But if rumors are being too believed, this could be Mina winning the title. Due to, to get a title off of Rossi's, Rossi's girl. So... We don't know. I mean, if I'm Mina, I'm a Rossi girl, though, after the year I had last year. Yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying, though, because depending on co what contracts are, if, 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 if Mayu's up in in March and Mina's not, the title could end up on, on, on Mina. I'm, I'm hoping it does no matter what, but that's my mm. hope. Um, so she said, good evening to everyone who has come to the Osaka tournament. Thank you for coming today. Uh, Achala and Atara, Zunasen, something, I don't know. Um, I'll skip that line. Stardom is celebrating 13th anniversary. This is also thanks to the players who usually support Stardom and everyone who supports Stardom. Thank you very much. Well, well, it's still 13 years old, so it's a little lackluster. Well, that's not very clear, huh? It's, is, is it really reverberating? Uh, so it's easier to understand if you speak slowly. I'd like to continue to celebrate Stardom's 15th or even 20th anniversary with great energy. Thank you to everyone for your support. That is all. I am an icon of Stardom. Thank you very much. This speech was given before Rossi found out he was fired. He was fired after the show. Mm. So Right, because he was all a part of the show. He was showing the titles. Yeah, so be aware, he was informed his contract was terminated after this show was over. Uh-oh. So there's, there's more speeches, one from Micah talking about this, and then we are stardom the english account for stardom tweeted out a thank thank a big thank you to rossi ogawa for only about 15 to 20 minutes later the news to go out that rossi ogawa was fired don't be suspicious don't be suspicious well, i don't think the people on twitter knew he was getting fired so they were just after the anniversary show they were like thank you rossi you're the best and then she gets let go just weirdly awkward stuff uh, but, yeah but 
my favorite line is I am an icon of stardom saying she's like number one. And I'm like, I like it. She, she is, she's that she is the pillar that's left of stardom of the original right now, pillars yeah. of the original yeah. pillars. Yeah. That's all the title. I mean, Nani. Hmm. But Nani's in and out. Mayu is full time. Comes around a little bit more than Kyrie did. No, but again, a lot of people talk about the three pillars of stardom that held the company up after Nane left were Mayu Itani, Io Shirai, and Kyrie. Those are the three pillars of stardom that were that supported that company for a good couple of years there before eventually Kyrie and Io would leave. Um, they were what kind of kept stardom going. That's where the pillars thing comes from with those three. Yeah. I guess we'll see. So you got anything else? Yeah. All right. Just wanted to check. Uh, <laughs> we're going to hop into it. Seven main event of the evening. Wonder of Stardom Championship. See Ariana versus Starlight Kid. Both ladies. New gear. Let's go. Like, oh, see, I've been, I've been, we've been seeing this same gear on see Ariana for like a year now. It, it's it's been at least half a year, but yes, I remember when we talked about it because I was like, "Ooh, that looks like you could have a wardrobe malfunction very easily." Um, this new gear, though, super nice, very much a build on that silver theme that she has, but with that like navy blue lacy accent on it. Okay, so good. <laughs> So I just, you, I just, you know color, you know it's a good accent. And then Starlight Kid, all black. Like yeah, black on black very, on black. Very Western vibey for me, because she was definitely wearing chaps. Very Brian um, Keith. You know what? Yeah, I'll say that, because they were pretty high-waisted as well. Mm -hmm. And and Mr. Keith. Keith. Oh, here comes Keith. Here comes um, Keith. Here comes Keith. Um, he had some pretty high-waisted pants, too. Yeah. Uh, yep. I loved it, though. They look great. Mm -hmm. Very much did. So we'll get into it. Um, Starlight Kid sends Anu out early, but Anu pulls her off the apron. Starlight Kid gets the leg, slams her, and, like, slams Anu's leg over the announce desk. Oh, sure. Yeah, kick. Yeah. That looks so good. Fleming it, like, Ashik style onto so the bad. Um, then she gets to stretch muffler, but Anu gets to the ropes pretty quickly. Anu gets a bulldog. Mm -hmm. These two going back and forth did so good. Like Starlight Kid gets a cross like fisherman. So Anu gets one. Then Starlight Kid gets one. Then Anu gets one. <laughs> like it was just back and forth like with everything. It's just a trading chops back and forth. And then Anu drops Starlight Kid, but she comes back with a drop kick, sending onto the floor, and she hits the perfect acai moonsault. So good. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that was very much a spot of like anything you can do, I can do better kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There was a great spot where they both swung for that baseball style strike and they caught each other and they both like just collapsed. So good. Yes. So good. Um, yeah, they, like the twisting frog splash in the ring uh, for two and then gets into the stretch muffler, but on who gets to the ropes. Um, Anu gets the knees up on the moonsault of the Starlight Kid, and Anu gets like this, like pretzel, like pretzels Starlight Kid with an arm bar, but like pretzeling everything. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, 
But she just eventually lets it go, even though you can see like Starlight is starting to fade, and she lets it go. And I'm like, that made no sense. Okay. Um, she goes up, misses uh, a twisting frog splash, and Starlight Kid hits uh, a drop kick and the moonsault into a dragon screw. She gets a stretch muffler, then gets the head scissors on, well, in the stretch muffler. But Anu's struggling and struggling. She gets to the ropes. Um, Anu slips out of the Tiger Suplex, hits a German, then another German bridge for two. Um, Starlight Kid hits the Michinoku driver and a Tiger Suplex, then another, then a bridging Tiger Suplex. But Anu, and this is where I'm thinking, oh my god, Starlight Kid's winning this title. And Anu kicks at 2.9. I'm like, no, I was, and I, I would very much enjoyed Anu. It was more like a, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it was very lifeless. It, it was like she was just kind of acting on instinct at that point. And that's why I went, no, as much as, no, as, much <laughs> as I uh, did at 6 15 a.m. And just, oh, so, man. Um, another tiger suplex bridge, but Anu's so close to the rope that she, with her legs over her head, like coming back over her head, she gets a foot on the ropes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, uh, um, Anu gets the bridging backslide for two, where's the backslide, and then she flips over her, uh, for and then hits an exploder suplex, ripcord into the boots, in, uh, to ripcord into like repeated boots to the face by Anu. Uh, she gets a wheelbarrow suplex into a bridging German for two. Uh, Starlight Kid gets a victory roll for two. Anu then with another bridging German for two. Uh, she uh, Anu hits a headhunter and then finishes it with the Japanese Ocean Suplex hold and retains her title. Mm-hmm. This was a Incredible. very hard fought match. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great match. This is such. Man, I. I can't believe that, like, this time last year, we were just sitting here like, who is this Sayori Anu and why does she have no personality? I mean, she looks bored as hell in this picture. But legitimately, don't let that fool you. She actually has some personality. We've been really seeing her grow and expand over the last at least eight months now. And she's just become completely unrecognizable. She still comes out looking stoic. Her entrance mm-hmm. hasn't changed, but her attitude in the ring very much has, and I love it. Um, this match, though, I didn't take a ton of, of notes on here. I just noted that Starlight Kid very dominant at the beginning. Do you know what that means? She's not winning the yep. match, which disappointed me. However, that dominance was tremendous. That included that um, axe kick on the table there. Starlight Kid has been on a roll since coming back from this injury ankle injury last year i I definitely do feel like this one was kind of like a a shot for her like a big shot an opportunity for her i don't suspect this is the last time she'll be going after this belt this year i suspect we'll see her going again at least maybe late spring maybe early summer i would love to see it i don't know if we'll still see it on though but i guess we'll see who challenges her next yeah we'll see again um like we talked about we were talking about mina shirakawa getting to this but she's getting into an even bigger title 
in the IWGP women's title, which is she she'd be perfect for that belt because she comes over to the stage. She speaks English. It works well. She's got she's got Mariah May here. She's got Zia Brooks. She's got Mariah May in AEW. She's got Zia Brookside in TNA. Let's go! Come on. I mean, Mina. can Tony, can Tony, Mister Tony Khan, be a little less petty? Maybe we can get her over here. Well, if 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 Rossi's gone, he'll probably be able to work with him now. He already has a relationship with New Japan, so with Bushi Bushi fight. So now with Rossi's out of the picture, he should be able to get the girls over there. So we'll see. Um, so much we'll frustration. See. Anything else? Oh, uh, all right, perfect. Let's get into the main event. Let's talk about it. World of Stardom Championship. Micah defending her title against Saya Kamatani. Uh, Micah catches Saya trying to jump over her. And goes for a suplex, but Saya slips out. Uh, Saya eventually drop kicks Mike to the floor and hits this beautiful springboard cross, just crushing Mike on the floor. Uh, and then she pushes her in and does that slingshot, like slingshot over into a into a splash for two. Just Saya Kamatani is really good, man. Like, yeah, I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of her as her character, character wise, but in the ring, you can't. She's one of the best in this company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She gets it 100%. Like a Texas Cold Relief with the leg through and then sits back laying. It was really weird. Like, I feel like that's kind of the best way to describe her style, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's Mike is, weird. Yeah, Mike is working over the arm of Sai Kamatani throughout the match. Yeah, she, yeah. she gets the arm bar a couple times throughout. But Sai gets to the ropes pretty quickly on the arm bars. Um, uh, Sai with the spin kick, but Micah turns this Hurricane Rana attempt into a. She hits a spin kick and she goes running. She goes jumps up for that Hurricane Rana, but Mike, but Micah just sits it sits her down into that power bomb. Look mm-hmm. so good. Look mm-hmm. so good. Um, kind of similar. Saw something similar with uh, Osprey recently, uh, catching Okada's drop kick into the power bomb. Yes, but she caught her her head scissors into a power bomb. It just it's that style. It looks so good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they trade her. The training strike at center. Saya unloads on Micah dropping her. Micah back up drops. Saya with one just hard strike. Uh, she puts her up top. Saya fights off the suplex, gets a springboard run off the top. Uh, wheel wheel kick by Saya and the top rope drop kick for two. She follows with the bridging fisherman for two. Uh, Micah reverses a move into a lariat, uh, and does and but Saya or into the lariat, but Saya does an that osprey backflip. Uh, off another that Osprey flip like backflip into the powerbomb position um, off of Micah Lariat um, and uh, pulls out this modified bow and arrow on Micah but Micah just fights and fights and gets to the ropes uh, just throughout this match just incredible stuff from both these women uh, this cradle slam driver I don't know what to call it by Sai Micah kicks it too. Micah stops Saya up top and hits that Himika style running power bomb. 
Uh, I love it when she does that, like just get, get somebody a corner and just does that Himika falling, that running falling power bomb that Himika always used to do. I love that move. I love, I think I love that she tributes to it to her friend, like does a tribute to her friend that way. Uh, Saya gets the Rana into a pin for two, but Mike comes back with a layered for, but Kamatani kicking at one. And I was like, nah, she's earned the one. She's earned the one kick out in this match with how fucking good it was. Uh, then another lariat, uh, side with the boot, spin kick, and then that, that corkscrew down kick that looks just so good. Um, Micah catches side to the Michinoku driver for two. Hard baseball baseball style throw punch, uh, uh, reminiscent of her friend Julia, uh, dropping Saya. She hits the Michinoku driver too, but Saya kicks out of two. So Micah hits this hammer lock version of the Michinoku driver. And she gets the win. Absolutely incredible main event. Easily match of the night. It's going on my list. It's an early contender for women's match of the year. Holy mm -hmm. shit. This was so good. Yes. So good. My girl, Micah. I've been waiting for this. been waiting for someone I love and adore being a champion. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, Micah not being nice to that repaired and healed left arm of Kamitani. There were several points where she was just, you know, just purposely yanking on it, to doing that typical, just simple but effective kind of damage. Um, we also saw her kind of tie the, the arm Desperado style around the rope and kick the rope, um, doing more damage to that. I think that was the loudest kind of uh fuss that Kamitani made about that arm um in the match which was obviously concerning um yeah both these women just performed so 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 good i was i'm not gonna lie i was a little hesitant when Kamitani first won this i was like the highest title i'd seen her have up until that point was the the wonder of stardom um and i was kind of like kind of feel that that's good level for her um now now i think she's a top contender yep. um and she should be fighting in these styling of matches more often um this was just yeah so good i have to agree with you this is rated very very highly for me mm -hmm. yeah very good and then micah got the mic after the match it says the red belt successfully defended itself for the first time uh utami you and i uh or Kamatani, sorry, it's written weird here. Uh, you and I have been fighting hard ever since I came to stardom. But from now on in stardom, we, the golden generation, should fight each other even more. Let's do it. Uh, let's aim to be number one in the world with stardom. Now, the next challenger, the former champion, Tam Nakanau. I'd like to say, I'd like to say, but today, my Shirakawa attacked again with her legs quite hard. Okay, well, I think Tamanakano is 100% today. When she fights me, it's over 100, 120, 150, 200. I'll wait until she can break through her limits. Nam Nakano now starts making her way out to the ring. And Micah says, whenever the time comes, I'll accept your challenge. So Nakano starts running down to the ring. And Micah mockingly goes, don't push yourself too hard. Just, just be a bitch. So Nakano gets on the apron, stomps her foot. Um, get uh, and she gets in. She says, "Surprisingly, I'm coming right away." And they kind of just glare at each other. 
Uh, and then not, Cam leaves. Just simple. She's like, I'm coming for you right away. It's like, I'm down. That, that makes sense. Uh, she knows the title she didn't lose. So in reality, she should be. Now she's back. She should be the next challenger. Um, the Micah says, well, today's the 13th anniversary tournament, and it isn't a waste for me to finish it alone. All the starting players who participated today, second players, those who are absent, should all come out. Come out. Rossi is coming, too. And she's just bringing everybody in the ring to take a big group picture. I, My dumbass didn't add it to the slideshow because I'm a dumbass. Because I'm a dumbass. And I'm dumber <laughs> than dumbass. But, yeah, it... it <sighs> And again, this shot hurts more now with Rossi out of the company. You know what I mean? Like it does, yeah. Yeah. It's it was all over the X thing, all over there it the is. Insta. Oh, there it is. I was scared there. Why? Guy was scared we were gonna lose each other. No, uh the dead. That's that that again. Beautiful picture taken after the event, and then the man was fired a few hours later. Like, like it makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I you know how I feel about people coming into something and thinking that they deserve something, though. Um, you are right, though. Tam Nakano did have to relinquish the title. But that also being said, she has been gone for a hot minute, and there's been other people doing stuff. For them, hot minute while she's been gone. Um, I'd like to see her get more wins than just Waka. Because, like, who are you fooling, girl? Everybody beats Waka. You didn't prove anything by beating her. Try again. You beat Tora. Beat Tora in a one on one random grudge match. Then, then talk about challenging the world champion. But, is what it is. That's why I don't write this ish. I wish we did. It might, it might, we might like the booking better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, by the sounds of it, we're qualified. Yeah, I, I was a backyard wrestler. Come on, I'm qualified, obviously. I, 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 I was a, a ring mini camp. I, I can do it. I was a ring announcer for a wrestling company for like three years, so that qualifies me. Clearly, you know how to book. <laughs> Obviously, I watched a, I watched a, a random white dude in Edmonton book people poorly. I obviously know what I'm doing. Oh, sweet baby Jesus! I mean, can get much worse. No, but no. I think it's time for us to mosey on out of here. Get so the You can find me on X Master on Blue Sky and Hi about that Canada guy TikTok, Instagram, and Threads at that Canada dude. You can find me on Facebook at Andre Melbourne Wrestling Talk, and right here on a YouTube channel, youtubecom slash at Andre Melbourne Wrestling Talk. You might be listening to us in audio form, so thank you very much. If you want to hear us in audio form, you're not. Go to SundayNightsMainEvent.com, hit the RSS feed, and join us up over there, or go to Patreon.com slash SME Radio if you want to support SME and all the great content they put out. Uh, and if you are watching us over there, please thank you so much. Please uh, give it, give the 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 podcast will like uh you can comment on the podcast through itunes and google play and all those other ones throw some comments and tell us that you hate us tell us that you like us whatever you feel just tell us it's what we want to hear uh thank you so much to all our friends at sunday and for bringing us onto the team 
Talking about our friends, I want to thank our friends over at twitch.tv slash our local establishment uh, and at youtube.com slash at our local establishment. You can find me over there doing Marvel Talk, MCU Rebound, and Mine and Mel's show, the new show we've been doing a few times now. We'll be doing live two, as this show comes out, two nights at 8 p.m. Mountain, 10 p.m. Eastern, Japanese wrestling update. Check us out. We'll be talking, we'll be breaking down Rossi, a lot of stuff to talk about there, a lot of other great stuff to talk about. So check that out over there at our local establishment. If you can find, you might be watching us there. So if you are watching us over at Backbreaker Video, give us a like and subscribe, all the fun stuff over there. And if you're not, go check us out, go check out Mike at youtube.com slash at Backbreaker Video. If you want to see his live content, go to twitch.tv slash Mike the Ref. You can see all his his AEW watch-alongs every Wednesday and during pay-per-views. You can see his uh, gaming content over there at Twitch. At Twitch. If you want to see replays of his gaming content, go to youtube.com slash at backbreaker underscore gaming, where you can find him, Mr. Rick Jules, Mr. PJC, and their freaking guest, Kayla J. Hello, J. Kayla J. We love Kayla J. We love Kayla J. Throw me Mel, right off. Mel balls. Where can they find yeah. it? It's a singular ball. The other ball is in Spruce Grove. Um, if you're wanting to follow a Mel ball, you can follow her on the X thing at Collins Mel ball. You can follow her on everything else Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Mastodon, and Blue Sky at Mel ball. You can also find her on our local establishment, as Andre mentioned, with Andre Malbaugh's Japanese Wrestling Update. And fairly soon, we'll be doing some spooky ooky-ish, so you want to stick to the socials to hear about that. You can also catch me on Astro Pizarro's YouTube channel, where we do our show, Ladies Wrestling Showcase. We just posted a video last week all about some of the controversy happening in professional wrestling, but also some good stuff happening in women's professional wrestling so you want to go to her youtube channel and check that out if you're wanting to watch stardom wrestling you can go to the link in the description box below it is stardom-world.com it is 999 yen but we have a new number it is 750 or at least that's what i paid this month so that's still an amazing price and way less than ten dollars to to watch some amazing professional wrestling yeah well <laughs> claws <laughs> you can watch the show we talked about today eventually you can watch all of the shows going up into this show you can even watch the february 3rd show which i have watched but we haven't talked about yet because <laughs> it just went up this morning um I think that's everything. Andre, my trusted friend and colleague, do you have anything else to say to the beautiful people? The beautiful people, the beautiful people. Ah. <laughs> I just want to say thank you all very much. Uh, if you are watching us on the video, please like the video, subscribe to the channel, comment down below, um, share us out to your friends, family, enemies, strangers, whatever. Uh, we really do appreciate it. And hit that notification bell so you learn every time we drop a new video. Kingdom. Hello. Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was oh, gonna okay. say it's after ten. It, it's just, it's just a cat. Okay, it's just a cat. <laughs> um, 
And if you are listening to us on Sunday's Main Event, uh, thank you very much for tuning into Sunday's Main Event. We appreciate you guys. Please keep supporting them at SundaysMainEvent.com or Patreon.com slash SNME Radio. We really do appreciate all the great support they have given us since we have jumped on board. Hellball. Take us out. We're good. We're done. The beautiful people have been addressed. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. <laughs> and that being said, I am your over there is Andre. We will see you next time. Mm-hmm.